Hi again, welcome to the Bible Project Podcast. We're working together through the book of Genesis and we've reached Genesis chapter 8 and today we're going to look at these opening verses and I've called today's talk The Earth Submerged. One of the most famous lines in all of English poetry comes from a poem called The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner which, by the way, was written in 1834 by Samuel Taylor Coldridge. It opens like this, water, water everywhere and not a drop to drink. Now, it's not written to describe the flood of Noah's time, but it seems to me a perfect description of what I imagine Noah saw when he looked out of the ark. The surface of the earth is covered with water, even the peaks of the highest mountains are covered. So if Noah looked out of the window of the ark or out of the side of the ark, what he saw was water, water everywhere and not a drop to drink. However, that poses some questions. For example, what happened to all that water if in fact it did cover the whole earth to such a depth? Where did it go and how long did it take to disappear? Now that's an interesting question. And then of course there's the whole issue of what this actually means for us today. Is there any spiritual lesson we can learn from this? Well, I believe the answers to these questions are now going to begin to be given to us in Genesis chapter 8 and beyond. The last few podcasts covered the seventh chapter of Genesis and described for us in detail the gradual increase of water. Genesis chapter 8 now describes the gradual decrease of the water, and that's what I want to look at today. So the opening verses of chapter 8 tell us this. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and all the livestock that were with him in the ark. And he sent the wind over the earth and the waters receded. And now the springs of the deep and the floodgates of heaven had been closed and the rain had stopped falling. So the water receded steadily from the earth. At the end of 150 days, the waters had gone down. The word remembered is used in the Old Testament as an idea of God showing kindness or God showing favour to protect or deliver someone from danger. It's really good to know that God remembers us. So this passage begins with the Lord remembering Noah and it tells us God sent a wind to pass over all the earth and the waters receded. I find this rather interesting as it appears that God did not use sudden supernatural means to suddenly cause the water to recede. The water had covered the earth for 150 days, but now it began to recede gradually, naturally. God allowed nature to take its course and the earth to return to normality naturally. Verse 4 continues the story. And on the seventh day of the seventh month, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. The waters continued to recede until the tenth month. And on the first day of the tenth month, the tops of the mountains became visible. Finally, the ark comes to rest on the high point of a mountain range. Now, Ararat is the name of a range of mountains close to what we would today call modern Turkey. And the highest mountain in that range is over 16,000 feet high. In fact, the mountains there are taller than any mountains you'll find in Alps or anywhere else in Western Europe. Also, the Hebrew word Ararat is the word for a region that we today call Armenia. 
Now, I found one rather interesting fact when preparing this message. Some clever geologist has done some computer modelling and decided that the geographical centre of the Earth's landmass is located within a short distance of the Ararat Mountains. If that's the case, it seems that the Ark came to rest in a perfect place from whence a new population could spread over all the Earth. Verses 6 and 7 continue the story. After forty days, Noah opened a window he had made in the ark, and he sent out a raven, and it kept flying back and forth until the water had dried up from the earth. Now these verses are beginning to describe the water subsiding from the surface of the earth, and what Noah does in order to figure out when it is okay for him and his family to get out of the ark, which he will do by sending out birds. And we see here, firstly, he sends out a raven, and then he waits 40 days. Now the whole point of the first bird being a raven is because that is a bird that is a scavenger. The raven could survive by eating carcasses floating on the water. But next he will release a dove. And we will look at what happens after he does that in the next episode. Okay everyone, that's it for this time. Thank you for joining me. Now the place to go to connect to this and any other ministries I'm involved in is the podcast notes section of the audio podcast on the Buzzsprout website or by looking in the episode notes section on whatever app provider you use. Within that you'll not only find the transcript of each talk but you'll also find links to all the ministries and the way to connect with us including the Facebook page, my YouTube channel, and links both to this, the daily podcast, and the Living in Faith Everyday podcast, which is a weekly roundup of all the various Bible study and talks that I'm doing over the period of the preceding week. You'll also find links there to my SoundCloud and my Bandcamp page, where I create the background music and the sound design of these podcasts. But with that, all I'd like to say is thank you for joining me and I hope to join with you again very soon.